Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. Well, the NBA draft is in the books. Seemed like it was going to be a crazy day with some of the NBA players out there who might get moved. Teams are trying to get off of money, get ready for this summer. Teams maneuvering around at the top of the draft. And it certainly started out that way with the big trade between Dallas and Atlanta. What exactly were the parameters there, Danny? So this is fascinating because it had been rumored in the earlier stages that have been talked about that it was going to involve players. You know, Wes Matthews, Kent Bazemore were rumored to be a part of it. No players involved. Instead, it was a pretty basic trade. So it was number three for number five and a protected first round pick. The protection on the pick, which came eventually from Mark Stein, top five protected in 2019 and 2020, top three protected in 21 and 22, and then fully unprotected in 2023. Also of note, both from Stein and from Tim McMahon, is that Dallas hopes it conveys next June, which could just be everybody wants to hopes and thinks that they're going to be good, or it could be a sign because of who Dallas took, that maybe they're going to go after more established talent in free agency. Well, really, if you think about their roster right now, they have a big hole at center. And this was good for free agent centers. While that Howard trade seemed like it was bad for free agent centers, we'll see how much he ends up getting bought out for. That was reported today as well by Chris Haynes at Howard and Brooklyn. will reach a buyout agreement. We'll see how much he actually gives back because that basically will go right into Brooklyn's cap space. But Dallas now, because they didn't draft a center, they're largely assumed that they're going to be drafting Mo Bamba had they stayed at five. I think they probably would have done that had they done so. And so that means that they are open for business on the center market. And so DeAndre Jordan, DeMarcus Cousins, Clint Capella as a restricted free agent, although it seems unlikely that Capella would be the first choice. But it it does seem to augur that they're going to try a little bit harder. And now they have a pretty interesting lineup with Dennis Smith, Wes Matthews, Doncic, Harrison Barnes. And then they've still got Dirk as well. I mean, that'll be another interesting thing of, is Dirk still going to start for this team anymore? Especially because he's like so old and decrepit, he's got to kind of like get warmed up at halftime and at the start of the game to go out there and play. So that'll be an interesting aspect as well. Dirk can't really play power forward anymore. Uh, they still have Dwight Powell also. So a lot of moves still to be made here. You know, maybe we could see Matthews moved. I mean, I, I think that maybe trying to move Barnes and Matthews for value might be something that they would consider still. But we'll see. I mean, they could try to get back to the playoffs. It's just a question of how much you're going to be using Doncic, how much you're going to be using Dennis Smith. And then the adjustment for Smith may be an interesting one, too. I mean, he'd certainly played next to plenty of other point guards, so it shouldn't be that big of an adjustment. But he also had a massive usage rate. This should help him this year to get a lot more efficient with Doncic next to him as well. And then maybe if they have a center who can score a little bit. 
too so the price for dallas and what did you think of the price to move up from five to three for dallas here in a vacuum and then i mean i shouldn't say in a vacuum just to get luka Doncic, who would not have been available at five yeah it certainly sounds that way that memphis would have taken him whether for their own purposes or for trade purposes and this in certain ways for both teams reminds me of the big trade last year which was danny ainge betting on his board moving down picking up uh, an eventual first round pick to take a guy who he had at basically the same level so the the flip side of that so that's kind of the atlanta perspective on this the flip side of that trade from philly's and and people lose sight of this because of how markel fultz's season went but you know markel fultz was a player who filled a need that Philadelphia felt that they had better than the guys who, who were, would have been available at three. I feel largely the same way here, where I had Doncic as the number one player on my board. I had Young high. I didn't have him as high as you did, but Young would not have made sense for the Dallas Mavericks. So they gave up a first round pick. We don't know how strong that pick is going to be. And with lottery reform, how likely it is, like how far, how bad do you have to be to think that you're actually going to keep that pick? So all of the, because now it's four, it's four spots that go in the lottery. So that changes it around a little bit and everything else. And I think generally the price is, is reasonable. I, I think that Dallas did well overall in this trade because of Doncic's production and his fit with this team. But that does not mean because you don't shouldn't see trades as winner and loser that Atlanta necessarily did poorly. I think Doncic would have been a fascinating fit for them, but they have more utility from Trey Young than Dallas would. The other reason I think you like it from Dallas's perspective, this is me, I don't know if their evaluations were the same, is that what were they really going to get at five? I mean, that probably the way it was shaking out, you said that since they have Smith already, and I'm not sure who I would say is a better prospect, Smith or Young, I could go either way on that, frankly, but probably still not going to play those guys together. It doesn't really make sense to, and and you're just going to piss off both those point guards. You really can't take Trey Young. You know I mean? It's not like, well, I really like Trey Young a lot. It's not like Trey Young was the sort of, you know, clear number one overall pick type of guy. You know, if you if you had Dennis Smith and Kyrie Irving or John Wall or something are are the guys available, then maybe you think about it. But so they couldn't really take Young. And that left them between Bamba, Mike Porter, whose fall is obviously a big story as well, which we'll talk about more, Wendell Carter Jr., and then a lot of the guys who are really a lot lower. So that's not really particularly palatable if, like me, you're you're not as high on Bamba, see him as more of a high-risk guy. I think they see themselves as, hey, this is our last time that we're going to be this high in the lottery, and that if we go get Luka Doncic, we can feel pretty damn good about even if we don't get a high pick again in this rebuilding process, that with those two guys, they can develop well enough for us to really get back into at least some modicum of contention going forward here with these two guys who, who can be excellent offensive creators for us. So I, I think when you, especially you, when you consider that maybe they wouldn't have gotten a guy to be that excited about, at least in my opinion, I'm sure a lot of people really love Bamba, uh, that this makes more sense to me. I deliberately waited to listen to the podcast he did with Mike Schmitz until I'd finished everything because I didn't want it to color my analysis. I listened to it before the draft. And you brought up a point, which is something you and I have talked about on the show, which is that creating offense, especially reliably, is the most valuable definitive skill right now in the NBA. And Dallas should feel better about their young guys for that specific attribute than almost any other team in the league. Maybe Doncic doesn't work. Maybe Dennis Smith doesn't work. But I think the odds are pretty good that one of the two will. And taking two bites of the apple, that's actually somewhat similar to what the Sixers did, not in terms of positional stuff, but just, hey, take as many guys as you can that could be really, really good. Hope that they work out, see where it goes. And I completely respect that process. I think that's the right way to do it. And 
it's possible this pick ends up being very good. Certainly. I mean, that, and it's also sounds like next year's draft isn't super great. I mean, even if the sixth pick and a not great draft can still produce somebody very, very good or whatever pick that is. But from Dallas's perspective, that's a roll of the dice that I think you, you have to make. And it's fascinating that it ended up not costing them anything in terms of future flexibility, in terms of all that spending. I actually found those terms more favorable for Dallas, just because if the cost is Kent Bazemore, who, yes, he has an extra year, but I think he's a meaningfully better player than Wes Matthews. I also think Wes Matthews might be the guy that gets squeezed out here in terms of the starting rotation. He also could get traded, as you said. So from Dallas's perspective, it's a worthwhile gamble. Atlanta is in a very different place in this. They are probably in the early stages of this rebuild. And well, trade- you're, you're, before before you switch to them, actually, I sure. wanted to say a couple more things on Dallas. Um, okay. They reduced their cap space by a couple million bucks here because they got the number three overall pick instead of number five. So they got to pay that guy more. They still, however, project to have 22.7 million could get up to maybe 25 if they move on from a couple of these nine guarantees uh, and from Yogi Ferrell as a restricted free agent who you probably don't have as much need to hold on to now. And then next summer, even with Dwight Powell and Harrison Barnes possibly opting in to player options, they could have as much as 53 million in space, depending, of course, what they do this year. So, I mean, they might be able to, even if they add a center who's very pricey this year, you could still be in position to add close to a max guy next year if they take a big step forward. So that's something else as well. And if Doncic looks really good. Last point though, Rick Carlisle is really going to need to change the way that they play offensively now. Doncic, awesome in transition, great grab and go guy. Dennis Smith, awesome pushing the ball down their throat. They're going to have shooters now. They might have a center who can run the floor a little bit as well unless it's DeMarcus Cousins, in which case they won't. And with all that being the case, like they they really cost themselves a lot by not running last year. I think they did that in part to help their defense and to stay under control. So that's going to need to happen. But also, I think another thing that I like here is we talked about how Luka Doncic, one of his weaknesses, maybe his only weakness offensively is, well, how well can he beat switches, uh, especially when it's a big guy? Well, we also noted that he has a good post game. And so Carlisle, I'm sure, would be happy to get a smaller guy switched on. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, Trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy.